Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. And hello, guys. We are back to Google Ads Unleashed. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, It's an awful, awful, awful day here in Wales. Um, So perfect to sit inside, drink some coffee, and um, yeah, uh, record a podcast, I suppose. And I think the weather is a little bit indicative of maybe what I'm going to talk about today. And that is how to survive Q2 and Q3. Traditionally, Q2 and Q3 are the most difficult quarters of the year for e-commerce businesses. And I'm going to give you some strategies on how you can maximize and improve your performance during this period. Because it's upon us. Simple as that, right? So Q1 has uh, been relatively good. Unfortunately, Valentine's Day has had not the impact it's had in the previous years. I think a lot of people are feeling the pinch um, simply because of, um, you know, uh, the recession, of course, people have less money, so they're going to spend less. And then I think there's also development of, um, you know, uh, a little bit, the sort of top uh, elite are um, sort of coming out on top and sort of irreplaceable or replaceable shops, which have replaceable products, are going to struggle more and more and more. And we're seeing that not only in our client base, but also in the industry. And I think it's going to be very challenging here. But I'm going to give you some strategies you may be wanting to think about, uh, specifically for Google Ads, but also some generic uh, things that you might want to think about. So first of all, the, the first one is relatively obvious. It's to lower your budgets, right? Generally speaking, um some people sometimes are a little bit too greedy, let's say, okay? So Google Ads doesn't have unlimited search volume. So if the search volume in Q2 and Q3 goes down for your products, you'll have to react and actually lower your budgets as well. Why is that important? Because the budget, the daily budget on Google has an inverse relationship with ROAS, okay? The more you spend, the lower your ROAS will be, right? This is natural. This is the same for Meta. This is the same for anything. Uh, the more you spend, the more scale you have. But of course, uh, the, the return on ad spend drops. And the reason why that is with Google specifically is the more budget you spend, the more you target searches at the top of the funnel, Okay, if your budgets are on sort of a, a, a lower budget, if if um, if you like, what is happening is due to how the algorithm works, Google will show your searches more, or your products and your your ads more likely for searches, which are much more likely to convert. So that is why very often you see when you actually start raising budgets, uh, very quickly the ROAS nosedives completely because you very quickly dive into keyword pools of extremely generic stuff where your product is just less relevant, right? Little example, um, many years ago, I had a, I, we looked after a company that sold water bottles, like the ones which keep the water really cold or the contents really hot, depending on uh, 
what you put in there, of course. So, um, so of course, searches such as uh, thermal, hot water bottle, etc., they have a lot less search volume. So, but they're very much more specific to the product that we offered. So, on lower budgets, Google much more tends to spend the money on those kind of searches because it guarantees a much higher likelihood of uh, of conversions, right? Whereas if you then increase the budgets, you will then start to wander off into generic uh, keywords such as just water bottle, right? But a water bottle could be anything. If anyone's watching, this is a bloody water bottle as well, right? So, uh, and it's absolutely not what this product was. So, this is this is just where um, scaling on Google can be, become really difficult, right? Because you tap into those search volumes, which could be anything. Another example: um, a couple of years ago, we looked after a company that sold uh, double beds, or what, what, they, what they call the the thing um, where where children bunk beds. Sorry, bunk beds, double beds. I don't know what what, what on earth that is. Bunk beds, right? Bunk bed store and. We then started, when we increased budgets, to start just for searches such as bed. But bed can be anything. It can be an ottoman. It can be uh, uh, king size. It can be whatever, right? So the point is, lower your budgets. Start appearing for more searches because your conversion rate will naturally be lower anyway. So you will want to try and go as much as possible for the lower hanging fruit to maximize your profitability. Then what you want to do is play around with your ROAS and CPA targets. So um, this is, of course, less relevant when your conversion rate is through the roof, like in Q4 around Black Friday or, or Christmas. But generally speaking, you will want to have a play around and then have a look how this sort of pans out for your profitability if your campaigns start working worse or if your campaigns are starting to work better. Little example, um, we've got one client who has a very high uh, search volume nonetheless, but of course we're now starting to notice that it's, you know, performance is going down. Um, and with them, we don't really have a set ROAS target for the entire sort of uh, product portfolio, but rather sort of more of an MER. And we've noticed that by actually increasing the ROAS targets, we're generating better results. We're spending less, but Google is just dropping the bids a little bit. And we're, uh, you know, we pond, we basically uh, sort of uh, potter along profitable, which is uh, which is nice. On the other hand, we've got another client um, who ha is in a completely different situation right now where we said, okay, uh, we're going to do the counterintuitive thing. So be prepared to do the counterintuitive thing. So what we've done is instead of actually raising the ROAS targets, we've literally removed it completely and just let the algorithm run wild. So for a few days, the account was unprofitable, but then Google started to outgun all competitors and we just hoovered up all the new traffic and it, uh, still converted really well. So just be willing to play around with your ROAS targets. Don't be completely set on what it, you know, what ROAS you need. Let's say your product needs exactly 300% for break even. Don't be set on that. Be willing to either drop it below that or remove it completely or set it higher than that in order to just become more profitable. Look at uh, your backend stuff. Look at, uh, you know, tools such as Triple Whale, Get Klar. Look at, you know, just your overall MER to really judge the performance. 
Then the next thing that you'll want to be looking at is to run in the bare bones, okay? So very often you might be having certain campaigns like search campaigns with traditional e-commerce work worse than Pmax or Shopping. You might want to turn them off, okay, temporarily. It's just uh, sometimes they can just work at peak times. We have this sometimes with clients where we just swap it on, do it, uh, switch it on, sorry, during peak periods, and then we'll have to turn it off when it's off peak, right? So run the bare bones, see what, um, you know, has worked uh, previously maybe as well, and just let that run or let your best stuff run, right? That's another thing. You can maybe ascertain if you have best-selling campaigns or, or similar which you can just run during the low season to really just promote your best selling products, which convert enough in order to generate the revenue to keep you profitable during the off season. Okay. Um, you might also want to just research what has worked in the previous year. Yeah. So that can be really, really interesting. Like one client we have at the moment, they are in the USA, they sell, um, everything right regarding, uh, uh, sort of uh, pet supplies uh, from from uh, horse uh, sort of paraphernalia to um, to cattle equipment to dog stuff etc etc so now that spring has come in especially in some parts of the US we're realizing that searches are picking up around this time of the year where people are preparing for all the problems their animals have during spring, right? So they might be going out and redoing some fencing for their, their cattle farm. So they maybe need fencing supplies. So they might be needing, uh, maybe flies are coming out. So they might need fly masks for their, their, their stuff as well. So just really make sure what has actually worked previously and reactivate that if it's not already active or try to shift your budgets into stuff that is more than likely to perform. I mean, this is a pretty crazy example, but another client of ours does actually one of their peak season is summer because they sell bikinis and stuff. So naturally, we took the budget away from the bikinis in the past couple of months because who wants to swim in uh, in go for a swim in January? Uh, it obviously doesn't make any sense. Um, and we put more money into knitwear and other things, right, just to sort of go with the seasonal trends. So really, really be receptive to that. Make sure to actually understand what worked previously in the Google Ads account. Feel free to actually just check historically what has worked, right? And then just repeat the process. Um, once you've actually done, gone and back to the bare bones and you maybe free up some budget as well and maybe run a bit more profitably, use the downtime to maybe take one step back to take two steps forward, okay? Do... Uh, and this is just generic advice, right? So nothing's Google Ads specific, but naturally it'll all have impact on, on, on Google further down the line. But maybe take the budget and invest in a CRO agency, improve your conversion rate ready for Q4. Um, maybe renegotiate rates with suppliers, right? Maybe you can become more profitable by just lowering your fixed costs. Work on your fixed costs. Get customer feedback, listen to what they want, right? So they might actually tell you, hey, how about, I don't know, let's say you sell um, nail uh, nail polish or something like that. How about, or manicure set for nails, right? How about uh, you make a product for summer, such as a pedicure set, right? When everyone is uh, in flip-flops, etc. Listen to your customers, use this time for customer feedback and actually devise products 
which will satisfy that demand. So this is not just important for retention marketing, email marketing, SMS, etc., WhatsApp, whatever the hell you use, but it's also important for acquisition, right? People will start searching differently. So you need to actually supply the products which um, people want. Either you look at what, obviously, if you already have them, what performed last year, like I said before, or you actually expand actively your portfolio. You figure out using your customers what they want, or you figure it out using the search volume, what that is out there, right? Um, just expand your portfolio. Another example, last year, a client of ours, they do their main business in Q4 because they are a print-on-demand store, and uh, it's a lot of gifting stuff, naturally, that they have. But we expanded the portfolio last week to garden uh, equipment, right? So personalized garden equipment. So from uh, flags for the garden to little lights of the garden, etc. And they all did really well in summer because we, they were summer products, right? So people naturally uh, really, really, um, yeah, liked it, which is uh, which is cool. And this was all just because we suggested it, right? So we came up with the idea, proposed it, they they sourced uh, the stuff, and um, yeah, so that's that's the uh, that was the process that we had then. And I think I'm just going to end on a generic one. This is a short one today, but basically, what is happening is, is outside of those seasons people's demand is lower. So you need to incentivize more, if that makes sense. So what's the easiest way of incentivizing a sale is to increase the perceived value. How do you increase the perceived value? You run a sale. Simple as that, right? You drop the price, so the perceived value of the product is higher, your conversion rate will go up. So what I would suggest is for Q2 and Q3, use every opportunity to run a sale don't be don't be lazy don't don't skip this and deploy this for google ads i've got another um i've got another uh podcast episode a few episodes back how to run basically the optimal sale um in q4 but the same applies now and what you will want to do is to uh, devise uh you know as many sales as you can flash sales or um, launches of new products or um, Mother's Day, Father's Day, which are different in various countries as well, your brand's birthday, your dog's birthday, I don't, I don't care, right? So any reason to run a sale will help you with acquisition and will help you to level out sort of the down uh, downswing, which you will inevitably experience with uh, um uh, you know, the, the lower season, if that makes sense. If any of these tips are great, f feel free to leave a like, feel free to uh, um, subscribe and, uh, and uh, you know, leave a uh, review of the podcast. If you need help with, you know, if you're already a little bit afraid of what's, what's to come, get in touch, Jeremy at youngandigital.marketing, get in touch with me on LinkedIn, you can find me under Jeremy Young very easily. Um, and we can have a chat how we can sort of future proof your, um, yeah, your, your, your year. So get in touch and thank you for listening. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to Google ads unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, 
please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.